Good morning. It's Saturday morning. This is David Held, and you're listening to News Talk 1480 WHBC. And uh, if you see that there was a decision that was made in Plain Township, a settlement where they have a business that is called Room 801, and they sell adult toys and um, and clothing or lingerie. So Plain Township had tried to put a stop to the operation uh, due to a zoning, nonconformance zoning issue. and um, But they were advised by their attorneys that uh, they better come to terms with this and provide a settlement. And so reluctantly they did so. And on the line with us this morning is Plain Township Trustee Scott Haas to give us an update on that. Scott, how are you this morning? Good. And yourself, David? I'm doing really well. So tell us about, uh, thank you for coming on the program this morning. No, I always appreciate the opportunity to join you, whether it's county township association updates or just township as a whole to even this. You've always been good for us on short notice or. Oh, you're all, you're always, you're always great and very responsive and, and willing to talk. And uh, well, we certainly appreciate it. And obligation, so. That's right. And so you have, um, and so I, I think I uh, caught you while you were grocery shopping this morning, because <laughs> just just so that our listeners know, I did call Scott here just a little while ago and asked if he wanted to comment on it. And of course, he said, hey, as soon as I'm done with my grocery shopping, I'll, I'll yep. come on sure, the program. Sure was. We, so, we don't slow down Saturday mornings, get after it, visit the fire station, work, working out and groceries, and boom, we're here to now. Excellent. By organic, Scott. All natural. <laughs> so anyways, uh, tell us about room one, uh, or it's, it's room 801 is the name of the business. Yeah, so and so what it happened? It's somewhat of a backdrop here. Approximately, you know, give or take a couple, I'm going to say about up to a year and a half ago, we, we had a couple residents and we actually had a developer go, hey, we're hearing rumblings that, you know, some type of adult store, adult slash sex shop slash adult-oriented business was going to open there. And, you know, of course, check with our administrator, check check with our zoning planning development office. We, we did not have any inquiries at the time. So, you know, in responding to the public at that point, you know, hey, we're not aware of any, anything. And, you know, I think our board's relatively well connected out in the community and i outside of a couple residents inquiries we had nothing to go off of so that led us to research you know who who the property was listed to so once we identified that we had our township law director eric williams reach out to the attorney slash trustee for the property to say, hey, we're hearing, you know, rumor rumors that uh, said type of establishment is going to go in here. Um, that attorney um, was insistent with our law director that absolutely not. Hey, we're just going to be, you know, a retail establishment, magazines, and some and some cloth and some clothing. Um, at that point, things died down. We really didn't hear anything more. So, you know. You having been an elected official as well, sometimes you know how things can grow legs and there's really nothing to it. Well, fast forward to the last 
um, six months, start hearing rumblings again. Actually had, it's a North Canton resident that had reached out to me through Facebook saying, hey, we're hearing rumblings of this again, check with the zoning office, no applications, no per permits or anything up applied for. Um, however, the county building department was in there due to renovations and the, of course, the fire, fire department. And just based upon um, fires observations that they then shared with zoning, you know, with all these slap boards all around the facility, it's like, this sure looks very similar to an establishment that's down on Cleveland Avenue by 44th in the old Fishers and Adult Mart, to which in the past we, we'd had some issues with um, activity, not necessarily with the Adult Mart directly, but with another establishment back behind it called the Body Shop. And I offer this as context because Ultimately, we had to get the, the sheriff's office involved with some acti activities. And at that point, we said as a board, what can we do um, to further limit where these types of establishments can go? Can go Because, you know, literally the public outcry and, and concerns, which we're responsible for rep representing and so forth. So we had made some zoning language changes that it essentially restricted those type of establishments to I2, I2 areas. I2 for the public is actually an industrial classification. They would need a, a, a non-conformance certificate to be within there. We've got two or three areas, so it really restricted because the fact of the matter is whether it's Plain Township, it's the city of Canton, it's Columbus, it's North Canton, it's, you can't um, prohibit the businesses. However, the goal would be to control where they can go, and that is what our board um, had looked at. So thus, the current zoning language that was in place that we were apply, applying in this situation. So you're saying when you have a non-conformance uh, requirement, that it does give the, the trustees the ability to say, hey, this doesn't conform to that particular area. Correct. And so, so use, that as a use that as a restriction. And this yeah, is so um, in front of the judge, John Adams, who's highly respected, well known as being a fair, but very tough um, individual um, with the outside legal counsel that we had retained, who has some spe specialty in dealing with these type of situ situations. Um, the business argued that we were violating their constitutional First Amendment rights, freedom of expression, and furthermore, that our zoning rules were too stringent. So for the public saying, oh, you know, if you're concerned that we're not doing enough, actually, we, we were criticized in this situation for being too, st too strict. What the organization hung their hat on was violation of First Amend Amendment rights. Um, what we struggled with as a board is their legal representation, who's a local attorney, um, in my opinion, was deceitful and misleading. And that it wasn't through what was put in the zoning application once we finally did get something. It was through the fact that you omitted, opted to leave 
without details. Either tell the whole truth, whole truth, because partial truth still still not truth. You have to give the full truth. And so, the board's only option was to pursue, you know, pursue this legally and contest it um, in court through the lawsuit. Well, as Judge John Adams come back and said, "Listen, you guys need to figure this out because there is case law and prior precedent that you know." First Amendment freedom of expression um, could be an issue. He goes, you either need to get it resolved, otherwise I'm going to consider awarding financial damages here, which the company was arguing lost sales, how they could argue lost sales when they were never even open. I could see remodeling costs, but, you know, as an elected official, we're working to enforce the law and the rule, and should a judge order us we are going to be compliant because for any um, buddy in the public that says, well, if I was there, I would do this. The fact is, is no, you no, you wouldn't, because if you don't follow the laws and the rules, then you open up a personal liability. And I'm willing to bet 100 percent of people out there are not going to open up their own, open themselves to a personal liability, which could include your own assets. So at the guidance of our legal counsel, um, it, based upon the judge's orders, we issued the um, permit for the B2 with a limitation um, on really what the sticking point of all this is, David. If you go up and, okay, you see lingerie, you see lotions and stuff, big deal. You can go to the mall and see that at Victoria's Secret and Spencer's. Whole the sticking point really was all the sexual devices, toys, and stuff that, you know, we had worked, you know, through prior zoning. Um, so in the decision that was rendered, um, that can take up no more than 10% of the store space. So short is... Oh, that was, a, that was a part of the settlement agreement. Correct. Okay. So, so, you, so you were able to secure restrictions in the agreement. Yeah. And, and of course, and, the whole idea is that it's it's the type of clientele that um, that are interested in this also can attract others that you know Other, might have desirable. illegal activities, right? Yeah, and David, let's let's face it. I think as elected officials across the community, human tra human trafficking is one of the, the biggest issues that a lot of folks don't talk about. And I know personal friend. Um, Kathy Gray, who runs a not nonprofit, not not for sale. You take a look at the human trafficking numbers. I'm not saying, hey, just because you open a lingerie and a lotion and a, a sexual device oriented store, that it immediately equates to human trafficking. But there are elements where it's a slippery slope and it starts to crawl crawl in. Yes, and you know, when we look at well, it's a, it's, a, it's a, you know thought to be a contributing. Uh, factor because it's... yes, ex exactly. So um, you know, it, as I was quoted in you know the repository, and I it, it probably could have been framed a li little differently, but the emotional side of which vested is it it sucks quite frankly. But we are going to be compliant with the judge's orders, and as you know, I cross paths with residents and folks inquire about it. Listen, we all have a choice whether or not to frequent and support the 
the store. I'm not here to judge what people choose to do behind closed doors in, in their personal life, but I do know from the township perspective, past issues we've had, other trends we've seen in communities, and we legitimately felt that we had done the right thing previously with our zoning language restrictions. There's new case law since we had made those changes that you know is being applied through the courts in this decision. We're going to be compliant with it and respect the law, though we dis we may disagree with it. And you know, from there, you know, folks folks have a choice. If you don't like it, don't don't support it. I can tell you, if we get any inclinations or we get any reports of concerning activity, we will engage the appropriate authorities should should it be needed, and go go from there. But as was um, discussed, you know, we are revisiting and we're in the midst of evaluating what changes need to be made to our zoning language to update it to ensure we're clearly not violating anybody's constitutional rights, but yet we're also preserving and protecting the interest of our community, which a majority of residents, you know, have spoken up and expressed concerns about in the past. Absolutely. Well, Scott, we appreciate you coming on the program and explaining that to us. And um, well, and we know that you're always willing to answer questions. And in this case, it wasn't the intended outcome, but at the same time, you were able to get uh, restrictions that you think are going to be better serve the community uh, with this new business so, that's coming yeah, in. If you compare it, I mean, Jackson Township had a similar I issue years ago when the Christie's Cabaret opened. Yes. The, you know, similar thing. The Board of Trustees did the right thing. They contested it on behalf of the public. A judge rendered a decision, you know, that wasn't favorable to the township. But again, we're bound by laws and rules because we're not going to make ourselves individually liable in these situations. And any rational, reasonable person wouldn't do that. I, wouldn't yeah, do that you just have to play. You've got to play by the rules or the laws that are set. And, um, and when there's a dispute, then then you go to a court and a judge makes a decision. I mean, that's just how that's how it works. And sometimes things go in your favor and sometimes they don't. But you were exactly. doing the best doing the best thing that that you could provided the circumstances in order to serve the residents of, the, of your community. And that's that's Absolutely. what you're going to continue to do. And and to us and and then you let the market take its place. I mean, you know, yep, it's exactly and you see and you see what happens. Scott, thank you for coming on the program for with us yep. this morning. Thanks again for your time this morning, David. Have you a great day. It. You got it. That was um, Plain Township Trustee Scott Haas. He's talking about the new business. It's called Room Eight Hundred One, I believe, and uh, that's up there in Plain Township. And so they came to an agreement. They have to open up the store, but there are some restrictions to it. And uh, so we appreciate the, the work that our local officials and uh, the township trustees are providing there for their community. Again, this is David Held, and you're listening to News Talk 1480 WHBC.